You're listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's Sermon Podcast. We hope you enjoy listening to the podcast and connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. May you be blessed by the hearing and reading of Scripture and the meditation on the Word. Have a good day. The line that I read to you last week from the opening line of our devotional book, still, like, um, as I was preparing my sermon this week, and I was thinking about the scripture reading for today, that line came back to me again. And so I'm going to read that line to you again and invite you that as you're sitting there, please open up your Bibles to Mark chapter 6 and prepare yourself. That line goes, listen, listen, God is calling through the word, inviting offering forgiveness, comfort, and joy. Jesus gave his mandate, share the good news that he came to save us and set us free. May this reading of the word set us free. Mark chapter 6, verse 1 through 13. Jesus left that place and came to his hometown. His disciples followed him. On the Sabbath, he began to teach in the synagogue, and many who heard him were surprised. Where did this man get all of this? What is this wisdom he has been given? What about the powerful acts accomplished through him? Isn't this the carpenter's son? Isn't he Mary's son? The brother of James, Joseph, Judas, Simon? Aren't her sisters here with us? They were repulsed by him and fell into sin. Jesus said to them, Prophets are honored everywhere except their own hometowns, among their relatives and their own households. He was unable to do any miracles there except that he placed his hands on a few sick people and healed them. Jesus was appalled by their disbelief. Then Jesus was traveling the surrounding village teaching. He called for the 12 disciples and sent them out in pairs, gave them authority over unclean spirits. He instructed them to take nothing for their journey except a walking stick, no bread, no bags, no money in their belts. He told them to wear sandals and not to put on two shirts. He said, Whatever house you enter, remain there until you leave that place. If a place doesn't welcome you or listen to you, as you leave, shake the dust off your feet as a witness against them. So they went out and proclaimed that people should change their hearts and lives. They cast out many demons and they anointed many sick people with olive oil and healed them. This is the scripture of faith for the people of faith. Thanks be to God. Amen. You know, it's amazing what you get out of scripture as you read it. And how it reads you. Thinking about this and thinking about what today means to me, 
it changes things a little bit. I remember five years ago, 7.30 a.m., after a whole night of prayer and anointing oil, uh, of Johnny Cash, Mother's Hymn, book playing, after nine weeks of trying to get the Wi-Fi password and finally succeeding, I remember the last breath. And I think of Jesus' words today, that there are struggles uh, for people and prophets in their hometown and even with their relatives. And one of the things I try to be clear with my family is I am not your family pastor. I'm Matt. The hard part is, is when they start coming to my church, I know Amanda and Kimberly may be watching, if not will be watching later. But as I was reading this just now, like, I, it hit me that, that, that even Jesus struggled being in ministry. Even Jesus struggled to be heard. I mean, and not only that, he struggled to be heard in the church. He struggled to um, get his family to be on board. He, he, he wrestled with some of the things that we as pastors wrestle with. Oh, wow. I, I get it now, Jesus. It's not supposed to be easy, that this journey is hard, and that we need to be reminded that you are with us in every step and every breath that we take, and that sometimes the things that we say may not, be go, may not go over very well. Because sometimes when we speak truth, it may hit a little hard, and it may twist a little bit, and it may push us to grow even more thinking about how we fail. We will fail along the way. Just because we say we follow Jesus doesn't mean we've got it all put together. I'm going to say that again. Just because we follow Jesus doesn't mean we have it all put together. It means we're learning, we're, we're growing on a journey towards perfe perfection very Methodist. We're on this journey together and we're learning along the way. The disciples, when they were sent out, they were not fully 100% equipped to do the ministry they were called to, but Jesus had enough faith in them that whatever they do, they're going to do good. And it's the same thing with us, no matter where, wherever we're taking this in, that God is going to work on us and work through us as we go out into the world. The gospel doesn't call us just to sit back and sit in and, and take in information. The gospel calls us to go out into the world and share God's love. That's what he did. He sent them out. He, he, he equipped them and said, all right, so you're not going to take anything with you. Now, I'm not asking you not to take anything with you when you go out. You still need to wear a mask. You still need to practice safe distancing. You need to be self-aware and please wear proper clothing. This task list that Jesus gives to us in verse 8, it's so they don't get worried about what may come, but they worry about the task at hand, that their job is to show love 
to teach witness, to heal. We're called to do that through our baptism. We're not called to sit idly by. We're not called uh, to, to be used to what used to be. We're called to bring in newness that God is continually creating through us and on us. And we shouldn't be afraid to fail. And that sometimes we will. And sometimes we'll fall short. And, and sometimes there'll be times where nobody will hear us and we don't know what to do. And, and I love Jesus' instructions here. If it doesn't work, shake the dust off your feet as a witness against them and move on. Sometimes it doesn't work. And sometimes the ways of old can't put new wine in old wineskins. And it's time we do new things. It's time we not be afraid and let go and, and not be afraid of failure. And, and that takes trust and faith. And, and that takes having this willingness that it's going to be okay if it falls apart. I always say this on mission trips, and i got to get better at living into this a little bit better. Blessed are the flexible, for they bend. Along our journey, life, faith, there are moments where we're going to have to bend a little. There's going to be moments where something's going to stretch us. And if we refuse to be stretched, we won't grow closer to God. Instead, we'll be stagnant. And I think about the scripture today, and, and think about the struggle. Jesus struggled. Jesus, Jesus in, in essence, if you looked at it on paper, he failed. Because the people didn't buy into what he was selling. He, he, he was trying to show them what the good news looked like. They, they were so amazed by his message that they were astonished, and, and, but yet they didn't take it in. Instead, they questioned his authority. Who is this guy? He doesn't deserve to be up here. I love the line in the common English. He was appalled by their disbelief. Jesus got angry here. Appalled is not a nice way to say he was mad. Appalled, he's angry, he's upset because he knows what he's doing is the right thing. And so he models the behavior. He dusts off his feet and goes on to the next village. And there he equips the disciples. We can learn from that. You know Babe Ruth, some of you may know Babe Ruth, if you don't, Google him. Babe Ruth was a baseball player for the Yankees and the Boston Braves back when baseball was a whole different game than what it is today. But you know Babe Ruth batted 342 as a lifetime hitting average? You know that's not perfect? It's far from it. That's about, give or take, one in three bats he would get a hit. It's a little bit more. It's about like, I'm not good at math, but about one, three. Let's just say one and three, just for math purposes. One and three, he would get a hit. He's in the Hall of Fame. He gave the best of what he had. He was even a pitcher, too. He was actually a really good pitcher. And then just stuck to hitting. But one and three, he succeeded. 
Maybe you know the story of Thomas Edison and his many, 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 many failures before he finally got some really good ones. How many times have you failed? I have officially failed two times, according to my transcripts. <laughs> I failed class piano. It didn't sink me. It didn't define me. It motivated me. That maybe piano is probably not something I should ever think about taking up again. I know enough to be dangerous. I know where middle C is. I can play one scale. But it doesn't wreck my life and faith with Jesus. Instead, it motivates me. It motivates me to move on and move forward as I fail. Because failure is an option. And it's okay to fail. In those times that we do, we dust ourselves up, pick ourselves back up, and go again. Because maybe you haven't hit your one yet. Parker Palmer, in, his, in our reading this week, he said, When we live our lives strictly in private, concerned only with our own consumption, when we hoard and do not share, then we live in continual fear of scarcity and never learn the riches that a public life can bring. If we refuse to share our story, if we refuse to share how the good news shaped and changed us, we're not doing what we've been sent out to do through our baptism. The story we have to tell is that God loves us, God cares for us, and God wants us to live out our lives fully. And that when we fail and we fall short, to dust ourselves off, and Jesus will be right there with us. And it will be okay. Test pilot Chuck Yeager said, I've learned to back up, but I never give up. And so whatever it is we've got going on in our lives and our faith, we're a year out from the last time we met fully in person. We made it. We survived. We're not done yet. But we're called, no matter what's going on in this life, in this world, we are called to go out into the world and share God's love. Will you fail? Yes, we will. But we're not alone. God is with us in every step and every breath that we take. And that line, God loves us and so do we, is it's the truth. It's the truth that we're called to live out and to share. And so I challenge you not to be like these people that were questioning Jesus and, and questioning whether he had the authority, but to be like the disciples and be willing to go out into the world and safely share the good news in a way that this world sees what God's love looks like. 
And here's the thing of things. You're not alone. And yeah, it may be hard. And you may not know how to do it yet. But this is a journey. And we learn along the way. And of anything, just remember, God's got your back. What more do you have to fear? So be faithful and be true and live into the gospel in such a way that the world knows what God's love looks like. And you can do that. I'm sending you out in the name of Jesus so you have nothing to be afraid of. Let us pray. Lord, our cups may be empty. We may be on our last thread. We may be struggling and we may be searching for you. We may have fallen short. Fill our cups, Lord, wherever we may be. And Lord, I pray that as we share the good news in our own way, the way that you created us to do it, that you remind us that we are not alone. And even when we fall short, that you're right there with us, loving us and carrying us. And so Lord, just bless us and keep us and remind us that on the journey, you love us and there ain't nothing we can do about that love. And so come and fill our cups. In your name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to Tahlequah United Methodist Church's sermon podcast. We hope you have a good week, and we ask that you connect with us online at TahlequahUMC.org. Thank you, and have a good day.